genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm here, as I always am, with the other voices on this show. Sean Petit. What's going on? Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Vite. hey As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, we might ruin those for you. So I'm going to give you some timestamps in the episode description so that you can skip anything that you need to skip. Our top story this week is Arkham City, The Order of the World Number 1 by Dan Waters, Danny, and Dave Stewart. I really enjoyed your Mrs. Doubtfire impression, Casey. Hello! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> you know, gotta change it up. Gotta yeah, bring some flavor uh, to our recordings this evening. I, I love it. Yeah. So I, got, I, I have a friend that I go on vacation with who makes a a mix CD for the, the car ride every year. And he, he makes copies for every car, but he does something to every song on the CD every year. And the one year he took a bunch of songs that have the word hello in them and spliced in the Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello in its place every time. And it oh, was funny. Every single that's time. Incredible. <laughs> Is it yeah. me you're looking for? Yeah, exactly. Like that was on there. Like the Beatles, uh, yeah. you say goodbye. I say hello. It's hysterically <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, that would be incredible. Yeah, truly, that is a masterpiece. Be, that'd be one of those things I wouldn't be able to hear those songs the same way ever again. Oh, I, yeah, for sure. I want that version on my iPod that I play at work. It's just to like, <laughs> oh, hit, yeah, hit people with amazing. it sideways when they're not. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I see them looking around going, what? Did just ha- Am I having a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> no, we just really like Mrs. Doubtfire here. Uh, there's a couple songs on mine and Brian's iPods like that. Um, like Brian has the just the vocal track from uh, a Van Halen song. Mm. Uh, I forget which one. Oh, I know what I know that recording. Yeah, the one where he's going <laughs> like in the background for no reason the whole time. You never realize it until it's just yeah yeah it's <laughs> love it because it's just like a minute of silence and then like because it's just like <laughs> and he, like he's just scatting for some reason <laughs> just get just fucking scatting <laughs> well it's the modern jazz van halen record love it Jesus. i have a lot of um a lot of records that i that i just find in like garage sales and stuff that i've ripped at 45 rpms Mm, so like fun. I have a lot of like organ music and like circus music, sure, but just sped all the way up <laughs> as one as one does. Uh, and that'll pop on on shuffle every now and again, and it is hysterical. That's great. I, I had a friend who uh, every time, uh, like that we were at a party or something, they would put on a record at the wrong speed. So it would just either be like way sped up or way slowed down. And it was just like, I need you to fucking leave. This party (laughs) has gone off the rails. (laughs) I I had a a record player where the belt was starting to just go. And it would like sometimes speed up and then slow down. And it would just like everything you listened to made it sound like you'd been drinking. And then I was like, fuck this. So I just put The Mollusk by Ween on and went, this sounds fine. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it kind of sounds like fucking haunted. 
Yeah, that's what. Yeah, but it's like it's like Ween does that already anyway, so it'll sound fine. Yeah, so you're not. It's not changing your experience with the with the music at all. Good lord. Yeah, the turntable has been drinking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What else is new, really? Yeah, it it wants to fucking party too. (laughs) So how is everybody? How we all doing? I'm doing a hell of a lot better than we were yesterday. Uh, I feel like we're all actually awake. Yeah, we tried to record yesterday because, because of all of our schedules, a lot of times we can only record at like 10 p.m. or like nine, usually 9 p.m. But this week it was 10 p.m. and uh, we all logged on and it was just like dead silence. And I was just like, let's do this tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, we all just had like dark circles around our eyes, (laughs) just like we had the collective. Yeah. I as of about twenty minutes ago, I just finished editing the like four and a half hours worth of content that we recorded last so week. So you must so. really be enjoying hearing our voices some more. Oh, it's Betty great. loves it. Yeah. And I, I yeah. love that you were caught up until we just hit record and now you're behind yeah. again. I'm sorry to hear yeah. that. It's like as soon as we hit record, I'm not gonna be all caught up anymore. Yeah. So that was a really great ten minutes. Yeah, but like point of fact, I slept for a solid like ten hours last night, and then I woke up at like ten. And then it was just like having a lazy, lazy Saturday afternoon. And then I fell back asleep on the couch at 1.30 and woke up at 4.30. And I was just like, my God. What I, is- least- I had a similar day. I, I at least had a lazy motto. day. I at least had a lazy day, but my dog was an asshole and got me up at 8. Ah, <laughs> oh, boo. Fuck that. Yeah, I also got to hang out with a, like a work buddy that I never get to see outside of work today. So that was cool. Just like cool. hung out with him for like an hour at, on Pass Young Cav. That was, that was yeah. fucking solid. So... Oh, uh, real, real quick! I want to apologize to our listeners for saying that the Hawksbox episode of Now in Trade would be out Saturday. It wasn't. It was out Monday. Jokes on you! I mean, you. you know that now because today is Wednesday. Because but I this just is, to... we're talking to you from the past yeah, and the future. So, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we don't know how time works. The time paradox. Yeah, but um, it's but only yeah, an issue so... if you think of time as in as in a linear fashion. Otherwise, <laughs> we're good. <laughs> so but but we put out a lot of stuff over the course of the last couple of yeah, weeks we, were busy. We, we did we did an episode of dueling genre verses where we talked about ghostbusters you can listen to that right now we did an episode of now in trade uh, with uh special guest nick Jimenez that you can listen to right now uh the only crux is that you've got to go get yourself a patreon subscription and subscribe if you do, to our patreon you can listen to another dueling genre verses with casey and i this weekend yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but it's you've already busy. heard you've already heard the Hawkspox one because we gave that to you guys for free. That was just a special treat. Just to show you, you know, what we're up to on the Patreon. But it's Absolutely. a lot of stuff like that. I'm it's, really yep. glad we decided to put that one out for free because I don't want to toot our own horn or anything, but that was fucking excellent. Like that was, was actual good, was, that was, was actual comics question. journalism right there. Usually we're just like <laughs> bullshitting. I wouldn't but, go that far. <laughs> I've mean, read any comics- other it's comics amateur journalism. comics journalism. Let's just and, yeah, so we'll much set better than low. any other comics journalism. <laughs> it's good comic journalism if you don't l- read a lot of comic journalism, <laughs> which is perfect because I don't feel like anyone should. Yeah, and, most uh, of it's trash and, anyway. And, and Nick was a good sport. Uh, we're not always the most gracious of hosts, but uh, but he seemed to have a good time. And we're just so excited. Insight into everything too. Yeah. No, it's perfect timing with uh, Inferno coming back. We we didn't yeah. really mean to do it, but we accidentally synergized. We keep doing that. Yeah, yeah. We got some other synergy coming up too. That's I know it. we we got something in the cooker. We just have to get that scheduled, but we got another one coming too. I actually oh, don't no. remember what you're talking about. <laughs> it involves Grant Morrison. 
Ah, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. That's a thing that's We coming. should do that soon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and this is why I, like I am the keeper of the yeah. calendar. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean being the only neurotypical one that has yeah. to keep our shit together for us. I just get tired every once in a while and I forget to remind people of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable because I forget to remember it in the first place. Yeah, that's how I feel that, man. Yep. But we're here. Yeah. We all had a great... Uh, relaxing saturday i think except for rj because he had to work <laughs> yeah. he, he had to work and got yelled at for being a nazi communist about masks so well, that's fun because i was that'll, wearing one that'll <gasps> teach you for being a nazi rj don't be Jeez. a nazi communist that's yeah. i try makes yeah, perfect you know? sense to what everyone doing, man not <laughs> this is the first time i've ever been yelled at for wearing a mask <laughs> not getting other people to wear them just I, I haven't wearing been, one i haven't been yelled at for it but i've gotten dirty looks it's i got like, dude fuck I, you i'm wearing a mask. i got one of those like why are you wearing that man i'm just like dude fuck it's none of your business go fuck yourself <laughs> did i think i already talked about it but one lady came in and told us we were dying because we're breathing our own oxygen and that the satanic that works. cabal that runs the government is going is trying to kill us and i was I like that would yeah. be does so much that- tighter than we'd actually have she does know that's what oxygen is for right it oh, is, well, yeah. it's, it's for breathing. She fundamentally misunderstood the concept of carbon dioxide, of just, but also of just biology. <laughs> yeah, like you know, this is my I, oxygen. You can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> it's called reduce, reuse, recycle. Okay, yeah. I'm breathing my own oxygen. We the devil the supplies time. me with little oxygen tanks. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, also, swap like, them in yo- about like web cartridges, like Spider Man. <laughs> and i've been wearing a mask for two fucking years and the only bad thing that has happened to me is talking to that lady like (laughs) i was gonna say maybe your ears hurt every once in a while (laughs) other than that it's fine i did actually get a weird like i got new masks and i think it gave me a rash because the backs of my ears itched i'm like this is new this is a new thing you gotta you gotta break in your ears with the new masks (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like when you get like a new like if you get like new shoes for like hiking or something, you got to break in where it's going to rub on your feet so you can get those calluses and shit. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. That's what I get for changing it up and trying to be cute. Yeah, know? I just finally I mean, finished breaking in a pair of vans that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it takes time, but it's worth it. On your ears? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I hang them from my ears. Well, that's, that's fucking Everyone's dope. got a thing, I guess. That's dope, man. <laughs> got to be the talk of the skate park with those fucking things. <laughs> What the hell is yeah, the name I mean, of that uh, Iraqi dude that is like the Iraqi version of Sinister? Uh, he's got the ear balls. Oh, Tarn. <laughs> yeah. Tarn. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're like ball. Tarn with your ear vans. I forgot yeah. about ear balls. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ear balls. So fucking good. In your uh, well, ear balls. Speaking of, uh, it's a good Spe- enough transition into talking about balls? comics. Yeah, speaking of ear balls. Speaking of actual comic books, uh, you know who's who's got a book they want to talk about? Apparently me. I I, I would I looked <laughs> earlier. Apparently, me. I looked earlier and it was a different it was a different order. And I just looked down. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, it's me. I like to keep you on your toes. Yeah. So um, we we almost never talk about Spider Man on this show, specifically we were, yeah. Amazing Spider Man. I don't think any of us were were really too crazy about the last run. Like I, I, I hate saying I hate framing it this way. We don't like to discourage I, comics. We talked I, about some of the early issues. Yeah, I felt yeah. behind after like issue twelve, and we're on. We're about to talk about way farther down the road yeah. than that. Yeah, yeah. So, I've just never been that big of a Spidey fan, so I, I, I rely on y'all. Man. I do like it overall, but I haven't. Nothing's really grabbed me. 
like I fell off of it pretty hard, like towards the end of the slot run. But since yeah, so since then I haven't really read much Spider Man. Well, then this run so, is good for you. So yeah. So yeah, explain. we got a good jumping on point with absolutely amazing Spider Man number seventy five. This is by Zeb Wells, Patrick Leeson, and Marcio Menez. These names sound familiar. Uh, they're they're pretty common in our our uh, our travels. Patrick Gleason. Yeah, I feel like we've got... talked about Zeb Wells a bunch. Yeah, Zeb Wells uh, Hellions, so we talk about Speaking him a bunch. Speaking of uh, earballs. His earballs, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Patrick Gleason, uh, he actually just got real, real big after uh, like a couple of his variant covers for oh, Spider-Man. Okay. Blew he, up, so. he did a long Superman run. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. Hell yeah. All right. Sorry, continue. So yeah, so there's, uh, there's two Spider-Mans out there. Once more. That's never Once happened more. ever. <laughs> so it's a, an exciting new thing. There's two Spider-Mans. Um, so Ben Riley is back. Um, apparently, there was, there's some company that just bought up a bunch of Parker Industries stock and is like rolling with the Spider-Man tech because apparently when when Doc Ock was, uh, was Spider-Man, was like in Peter's body, he trademarked the name spider-man damn and like the likeness and everything too yeah so peter no longer owns the the trademark rights to spider-man this company does that's building new spider-man tech off of the parker industry stuff and letting who else but ben Mm riley be their spider-man Man, like it's like a superhero for hire, basically. Like, well, not so Peter. Yeah. Peter should have really hit up like Matt Murdock about licensing his shit for like, sure. For <laughs> sure, he should he should slap them with a the nah, big. Nah, he fat should call Foggy assist. so he actually gets someone to show up in court true, and true. do the work <laughs> and actually do the work. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, well, Fo- Foggy's gonna do it regardless, right? Like, yeah, right. So just don't even bother calling Matt. Like, yeah. it just skip. Skip a step. Save Skip yourself some time. Yeah, yeah, just call Foggy. He'll take care of you. Peter's like, I'm a Arachnia man now. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the like, justice. justice. <laughs> it's like the, the, the tortoise warriors that you would see at the dollar store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just like the idea of like a corporation like buying Spider-Man. Obviously, we have the whole Ben Riley backstory and stuff, but like it's like they have a financed like corporate superhero now. And it's just a and Peter's like, yo, what the fuck, bro? This is my thing. What like it's just an interesting take on Spider-Man, because it's always been this like the opposite of that in every right. way, shape, or form. The, yeah, the, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, not your your corporate overlord Spider-Man. <laughs> right. The the best right. uh the best thing about each new era of Spider-Man is just seeing what way they're gonna kick him down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. there's always got to be something. There's always yeah, got. always got to be something. He can't be happy that Parker for too luck. Long. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so uh, I guess getting into it. Um, also, Harry Osborn is dead. Um, if 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 you're way behind, uh, that's or at least a clone of him. That's a whole thing. All we know. So Peter thinks he's dead, and I guess that's the important part. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Peter's dealing with this, you know, this this death of his his friend, also enemy, also friend, friend but also Off enemy. and on again, yeah, yeah. They have a complicated so, past. <laughs> Casey's like friend of me, bitch. Friend of me, sure. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, this this sounds like less. It's not really a friend of me. A friend of me is like one of those people that like you can't wait to come up with new ways to hate. This is just like 
it's a checkered past, I guess you could say. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that happens when you're friends with someone for a long time and their dad's the Green Goblin. Yeah. Shit you happens. You both have clones of yourself. And you both yeah, have you clones. Both have yeah, like shit's gonna get weird, clones. man. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, so he, he, he kind of needs to clear his head. He goes to this one spot that he goes to to clear his head. And there's just another Spider-Man there. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is that? I love that he's like, yo, Spider-Verse. You guys, got, <laughs> you guys should at least check in. Yeah, yeah so you can't just show up. You gotta, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a sign-in sheet. Like, we have a whole schedule going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just let me know when you're going to be here so I can stay home. Like, just like, we don't want to be in the same spot. Yeah. So he tries chasing him down. His webs like literally bounce off of him. Um the other Spider-Man has this like weird detachable spider that like strangles him and like holds him still. It just talks to him. It's pretty yeah, fucking and it great. Says, You'll be released in one hour. Please use this time to reflect on your life. <laughs> so one thing we learned throughout this issue is that Ben Riley's Spider-Man suit is like next level. It's like an Iron Man suit. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. it's 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 like the Parker Industries Spider-Man. Like it was right. more or less an Iron Man suit. Right. Like it it had cloning capabilities and all that jazz. It's so it's like, like everything you can think of. Yeah, so it, it it's it's got that plus it's built onto it based on whatever this other corporation has, yeah. has and is doing. Mm-hmm. So he ends up meeting Ben for coffee or he like I guess Ben just kind of sneaks up on him on the street, mm-hmm. and they go get coffee, and Ben kind of just unloads it all on him. He's like, look, you don't own Spider-Man. This company I'm working for does. <laughs> so I'm Spider-Man, but we don't. Ne- you don't necessarily have to stop being Spider-Man. Like, Yeah, it's very weird, because it's like, he's basically saying, I'm going to do this. I'm Spider-Man, and they're paying me, but like, he's not really giving Peter... He's, he's he's telling him, he's not asking him, but it's also like, he's not really saying, don't fucking do it either. So, like, it's a very odd dynamic that they have right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, being each other's clone will do that. Yeah, that's weird. Have, to, from have the a jump. weird yeah. relationship. I really like the yeah. the conversation that, or the, the part where, like, Ben talks about how... Um, He's like, I'm your clone. Like, all of that strive that you have to be a hero, I also have. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a really interesting kind of, um, like, zoom out on just Ben as a person and kind of the, them taking the fact that he's his own individual um, really seriously. And I, I really liked that characterization. Yeah, like he's his own person and and he's his own individual, but he also has the same upbringing as Peter because up until the moment he was cloned, he's Peter essentially. Right. Yeah. yeah, so he has all so, the same memories. Yeah, exactly. All he has all the same memories and they all have the same drive to do like they want to do the same thing. They were taught the same things. Yeah. That's it's why they went to the same spot when they needed to clear their head. Like they're the exactly. same person. Right, yeah. The yeah. The conversation is interesting art-wise because it's like they're at a at like a cafe and the background is like people moving and like it it feels like a movie. I don't yeah. know. I it I hadn't really seen many other like um like you know uh talking 
dialogue conversations like that. Like it's really busy in the background. It kind of reminds yeah, there's me. There's a lot of deep focus. Yeah, it's it reminds really me of what um what Mitch Gerard does a lot with those types of scenes. Like he'll kind of focus the f- person up front. And you have all this stuff going on in the background, though. Yeah, f- yeah. It, I haven't. You don't see it very often, but he's someone I always like. I feel like every book I read that he draws, it's like, oh, yep, there. Because there's always you. like those square panels. I feel like he does that a lot too, but. Yeah, it, it, really it made a feel. Effect. Yeah, it made it made that conversation much more like lively, like you said, like because it felt yeah, like yeah. a movie. So yeah, so then we have these back to back scenes where both Ben and Peter are kind of unpacking this to their respective lady friends. Oh man, so it's well, like who look the remarkably similar to each other. Right. <laughs> so it's it's interesting why. the the some of the page layouts get um. Uh, clones for uh, each other too. Well, oh, yeah, like the crap, one, you're right. The yeah. one, the one with the Ben's um partner, and then the one with Mary Jane. They're like, it's a, it's a mirror. Yeah, they have the same panel layout. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Wow. So then, like, I guess they both get calls that there's a super villain attack at Empire State University because, of course, there is. <laughs> And it's these guys that I've never heard about. Who are these UFOs? The UFOs. They're just... They're, they're bad guys. They're we got some C-list bad guys. <laughs> yeah, a, a good C-list gang of bad guys. Yeah. So, Peter shows up and makes a crack about how they smell bad because one of them is just essentially a gas. And he's like, oh, come on, I thought that would have that gone, gone over well. But it turns out Ben was already there. And Ben already made that joke. <laughs> Which, again, That's is great. Amazing. It's like, because yeah. of course. And and Ben's like showing off all this tech and like nothing's hurting him. And- I, I love this because it's like, uh, <laughs> Peter's getting fucking wrecked. Like he gets punched and is like throwing up blood. Yeah. As, and Ben's like, oh, your suit's just a normal suit. I'm sorry. <laughs> so it was just like, oh, great. I- <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So, like, yeah, Peter gets his ass handed to him. And, and that's when Ben realizes, like, oh, shit, you're just wearing spandex. Well, he gets his ass handed to him by the guy who could create, ri- like, a freaking nuclear bomb on top of him. And yeah. then, yeah, Ben's like, oh, yeah, your suit doesn't block radiation like mine does. Yeah. It's like, no Jesus shit, Christ. dude. And then also, so- Ben's suit can, like, uh, absorb impact. Yeah. Yeah. Just so cool the, shit. The last page is just like a POV shot of Ben like you're like Peter, are you okay? As like Peter's eyes slowly close shut. <laughs> yeah, as so, he's got radiation poisoning. <laughs> so yeah, that's where we're at. Maybe he'll turn into a Hulk, who knows. Yeah, dude. <laughs> if he's lucky. But yeah, I like this. I I really like this storytelling in this in this issue. Um I'm excited for I'm excited for more clone madness. I, I love the whole clone stuff with Spidey. And, and honestly, like with uh, Zeb Wells is such a good choice for Marvel to do because, uh, you know, like we've been reading Hellions for what, 22, 24 issues? And uh, it's like fucking 16. excellent. Yeah. Huh? That's like what 15 or 16. Oh, shit. I okay. Uh, I, all the other X books are up to 20 something. Yeah, yeah, but still, like uh, Hellions is the fucking best uh, against all great odds. Tone and, too. and it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah so yeah. we, yeah. like, giving it to. Giving him Spider-Man is a was a brilliant call. 
I like the two because he's good at wisecracks. Um, yeah, <laughs> I like the two like mini stories at the end of this issue too that kind of start leading into the next pieces of this book. Right. Not <clears throat> not that we needed any confirmation that the that the weird shady shady, uh, shady megacorp is you know up to something. They yeah. end up hiring no. the uh, the doctor that uh, um in relation to Electro. Uh, and Ben hires Misty and Colleen. Wait. Yes. Because, you know, they're heroes for hire. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so that's where we're fun. at with Spidey. Yeah. A lot of stuff going um, on in this first issue. I thought this was a great jumping on point, considering I'm something like 70 issues behind on Spider-Man. I feel yeah, like it's more of a continuation of Slot's run than it is a, of Spencer's run. It definitely feels like that, yeah. which is why it... it Felt like a natural jumping on point. Mm-hmm. Other than like, you need to know Harry's Harry's dead. Well, they tell you or some sad. version of Harry is yeah. dead. Yeah, and he's sad. The title page that's tells it. you pretty quick. Yeah, exactly. Like that's I'm good. I don't need to know how. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> if I'm curious, <laughs> I'll catch up later. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, if you were looking for a good time to jump in on Spider-Man, if you're hopelessly behind like I am, <laughs> it's this one. Jump on on seventy five. It looks like we're we're in for some cool stuff. Yep. Yeah. Alrighty. Speaking of those X books. Yeah, holy shit. Woohoo! Uh so my book is New Mutants twenty two, uh by Vita Ayala Rad and Radris. Um This book starts this book off crazy. Yeah. It starts off with um images of just Krakoa kind of burning and um getting fucked up yeah by like every enemy i think in x history <laughs> right yeah the new moon and then the new moons kind of like teleport and they're like there's this huge page of them in the middle of like there's belasco and nimrod and mm-hmm. um the, the, the horsemen and the brood and yeah I think Ames on here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sentinels. You got like everybody. Omega Sentinel from Hawksbox. Like, yeah. And then shit. you get this, this like other scene of like rain is being ripped in half by <laughs> um, a demon and magic is slicing um, Karima in half. And then they're like, they're all kind of fighting and it's not, it's not going well. Uh, and this then, was one of those. This is one of those openings where I was like, "Shit, did I miss something?" Hundred percent. Like, right. did I miss something like, pivotal? Did I, I miss felt like ten exactly issues? the same way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then well, it. But, uh, then the hint should be in that same page that RJ's talking about. Uh, you see Shadow King's face behind all of it. Right. Well, of course, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he Which says is, it doesn't have to be this way, dude. That page layout, like um, the fact that they just yeah. put all that on top of that that background with Farouk's fa- creepy ass face, like yeah, it's awesome. But they we do don't, a lot of cool stuff with the layout in this issue. We don't yeah. get to find out what happens exactly yet because it hard cuts to the <laughs> the other uh, newer mutants, the the, the ones the we've newer been, mutants, <laughs> the newer mutants. The one we've, the ones we've been following that we're trying, that we're like getting involved with the Shadow King and like trying to, um, uh, teleport their consciousness into like other, into other bodies, um, yeah. and then they're 
they're uh, going to go apologize to Gabby because they, um, because the Shadow King murdered her and they tried to bring her back. And, um, so they're going to go say sorry. And she's there and she's just, she's just eating a sandwich and it's, it's adorable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hi. With her little badger. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so he's a Wolverine. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Sorry. You're right. Jonathan the Wolverine. <laughs> Yeah, but she's Shot. Honey Badger. That, that's why it yeah, always that's gets why, confused. That's why I got confused. Yeah. And a Wolverine is basically a badger, let's face it. <laughs> it's meaner. Just a yeah, it's a meaner badger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. So they they uh they apologize, but they're like, you know, you probably uh this probably isn't worth much because uh you're probably really mad at us and we're sorry. Um but she's like, you guys didn't trust me and that hurt, but you were the ones who found me and you saved me. You literally tried to hijack the five to resurrect me because you weren't sure they would otherwise. Uh, almost everyone treats me like I'm an add-on to Lara or like I'm the worst Wolverine clone, but you all treat me like I'm just me. You believe that I'm my own real person. You care what happens to me. So yeah, I forgive you. It was adorable. Aww, it kind of so goes sweet. back to the Ben Riley conversation about, you know, how, how we treat cl- clones. Right. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Gabby 100% deserves to be treated like her own entity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's adorable. They they group hug, and she's like, uh, you guys are fine, but you know, you can't, don't hang out with Shadow King anymore. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, duh. <laughs> he's like, we were going to go tell him, um, we were hoping for some snicked family backup. <laughs> and uh, where she's, and then there's an editor's box that's like, see what the rest of the Snicked family is up to in Trial of Magneto. <laughs> yeah. I love calling it that. That's so good. So this book and Hellions this week both tell us that uh, both Trial of Magneto and Inferno are running concurrently with all the X-Books coming out now, which kind of blows my mind because like that's those are like earth shattering events yeah. and <laughs> i don't understand how they all fit in together especially trial magneto and inferno cuz magneto right. is like in inferno but also i don't like i don't know what's happening yeah <laughs> then we go back to the uh new mutants and and shadow king and um so we we kind of get this this villain monologue from shadow king and I guess his goal is to fear state Krakoa. Like, he says that Krakoa is kind of making uh, mutants soft, and that... It's, um, yeah, it's, it's the classic, once you achieve your freedom, you no longer are fighting for anything, so right. you can't fight your enemies anymore, and he's like, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna... This shit doesn't work, so we gotta, like... You got to be ready for the other shoe to drop, I think, is kind of his whole deal. Yeah. He does have this line where he says, Xavier and Magneto feel safe in their belief that they have discovered the secret to an indestructible nation, but they are horribly, narcissistically, foolishly wrong. And you know what? I mean, I don't completely disagree with that. But yeah, he's well, basically yeah, saying nothing all can nations. Last forever. He basically says all nations fall. Right. It, it yeah. will happen. <laughs> but he's also, you know, using that to. to justify murdering children and sure being a yeah. dickhole so yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely yeah. he can be right and also be like doing it for the like the worst like doing the worst things possible for the right reasons <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah he's not he's not wrong that the, the kirkoa will fall eventually but like fuck him still <laughs> 
we we get this data page called Rebellion of the Host, and it, it's kind of this abstract um, prose page uh, that I guess is kind of revealing that Farouk is rebelling against Shadow King, but we haven't we haven't seen that. I think it's something that's going to come up later, but it's really interesting to me because mm-hmm. we've never seen that happen to that character. He's always just been purely evil. Right. Um, and we don't really know how uh, Farouk and Shadow... Like, what the extent of Farouk and Shadow King's relationship really is. Um, but I am curious. And then, uh, you know, we go back to Gabby, and the the kids leave to go talk to Shadow King, but she's like, you know... Uh, I probably shouldn't go, but then maybe maybe I should also go. She ends up going with them. Well, because the, the, the original New Mutants said that they were going to go talk to Shadow King, and they're like, you should stay here so you don't just stab him in the face immediately. And Gabby's <laughs> like, yeah, good call. I definitely want to stab him in the face immediately. So, like, well, also they she said was... it would be traumatic for her. But... Exactly, yeah, but she was, she was trying to like listen to their advice and like, yeah, I should probably not go. And then she's like, ah, man, my friends need help. I'm going to go. Well, she's yeah. also yeah. like, yeah, I also want to tell the Shadow King to fuck off to his face by like yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. But she, she also like, says like she says like i'm sick of everybody else making decisions for about mm. what's best for me yeah yeah and then she so meets like, up she, with them and she's like let's tell the shadow king to take a long walk off a short pier and I'm like what does that mean and i was like i don't know <laughs> i heard logan, logan tell it to quentin <laughs> it must be bad <laughs> dude gabby's adorable She's the yeah, fucking best. I love her. And then we, uh, then we go back to the, um, to Shadow King, and Shadow King and the New Mutants kind of have this, this dialogue that's back and forth that is really, really awesome. Um, I just don't want to read the whole transcript to everyone, but uh, the mutants, you know, uh, Magic and Danny kind of say that. Like the whole point of Krakoa is to uh move past the the binary uh sets of like prey and predator. Like we're we're better than uh just falling back into um that kind of uh scenario. Like we, we've never known anything other than uh fighting to survive. And that's what Kokoa is. It's that chance. And then uh, Shadow King, he's like, I'm happy to teach you. Into, uh, was it? You must learn the lesson if we are to survive. And I'll be happy to teach you. Uh, I know the truth of countless dimensions, and there are none where weakness is a virtue. And then it's like this page that is a uh, Shadow King's face, but in... Uh, in the face are panels of like sentinels and mutants dying and everything. This page is beautiful. It is yeah, beautiful. He's, and he's horrifying. basically running through them thousands of these scenarios to teach them that look, if you keep doing this, you're all gonna die. Yeah. He's teaching them how to be strong that you must must see the world the way I see it. And he's not he's technically not wrong, because I mean, isn't that what we learned in Inferno that like there really isn't a possible scenario where the machines and the humans don't come for them. 
Yeah, but at the same time, are you actually living if you're just living to fight and fear and hatred, like, is running your entire... Like, it's like, you know, might makes right bullshit. It just makes you... Yeah, you might be in power, you might be strong, but you're fucking miserable. You're just consumed by your hate and fear. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it doesn't seem like a... Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, he's not wrong that it's all gonna fail, but why the fuck would you want to just live in that like uh, no, he's not wrong, yeah, and, he's and not that that hunter and prey shit right. is very human way of thinking yeah yes. and like, which is yeah he's not right for the reasons that like he just thinks that that's just the way it is so that's the way it's always got to be he doesn't know that right. there's an inevitability of the machines coming after the mutants because he's using like the brood as an example it's not just it's just look if you do this someone's gonna come for you so we gotta go for them first basically he just wants to be the apex predator yeah yeah um so it's not he's not trying to fight some inevitability he's just like you said he just wants to be in charge he's just being a d-bag yeah right yeah (laughs) right exactly and then there's this this awesome page of magic uh fighting brood and uh and people and then uh getting uh, stabbed with a brood claw, um, and then we go back to the the kids, and th- they're at um, Shadow King's. Like, I guess he lives in a in a cave in a mountain. Yeah, it's fucking cool. Looking. It is cool looking. It, it's like definitely like Disney villain hideout. <laughs> yeah, for uh, sure. But there's this yeah. huge storm raging. Like, it's just. Uh, like a tsunami and there's lightning and uh they're like looking up at the the uh mountaintop and it's like this like animated like crag um you can almost hear night at bald mountain playing in the background <laughs> almost <laughs> and then they uh they feel this like huge uh surge of uh power and they said it was like a psychic shock wave like they all they all scream and um so they they climb up and they they get to the the entrance and they see shadow king with uh like psychic tendrils on all the new mutants and they're all on the floor um so that's where we leave off you know yeah dude he is (laughs) that's some scarecrow shit right there he's having his fucking way with these people man like he's just it was brutal. Like, how do you how do you get out of that shit? He's doing Shadow King shit. Yeah, like who's gonna like? Yeah, how do they get out of that stuff? It's gonna be. Crazy. I'm so excited for the next issue. This is such a good arc. Really enjoying. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. They spent like they spent a long time building up uh, Shadow King, and I, it's, mm-hmm. it definitely did, has yeah. a really good payoff. Yeah, it's I, yeah, it's paying off pretty pretty good. I also right love now. that. Um, I I don't know. I feel like Shadow King is kind of a villain that is so that is so ingrained in X Men history that I'm glad that this is kind of uh, building him up to back to like where he's a real threat and right. Definitely got uh, the arc of the lifetime. Like I I feel like this is some of the best uh, writing for Shadow King I've ever ever read. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 really I'm I'm really enjoying it. I haven't read a ton of that stuff, but it's awesome. Hell yeah. Getting on that X train, baby. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, for something a little bit different, uh I've got a Dirtbag Rapture by Christopher Sabella, 
Kendall Good and Gab Contreras. Um, it's by Oni Press. It was super good. Um, this book is still <laughs> is told kind of backwards in a lot of ways. It, it, it like just throws you into the world building and then goes back and kind of like builds it up in a really interesting way. Like we were introduced to uh, the main character and uh, she's just being a dickhead. She's like, I promise I'm not a dickhead, but like. Maybe a little bit, but listen, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, I might, I might be an asshole, but... I might uh, be a fucking asshole, but just listen to me. Um, so we find out that she was, like, uh, like partying, like, uh, I forget if she was a lawyer or she just worked for a law firm. She worked on a law. She worked for a law firm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, working at a law firm. Um, and she was just out, you know, partying her ass off with all of her colleagues and, uh, you know, like, doing a lot of coke. And then went outside. She's like, ah, I'm a little keyed up. Maybe I should uh, smoke some weed. Smoke some weed with some DMT in it. And this, like, cocktail of lots it's of drugs. Good. And Nah, it's not, it's not good. But she's... <laughs> yeah, DMT up, is a mistake. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, she didn't know it was laced in DMT. And there's a really good part where she's just like, you know, if I had known that the joint was, was sprinkled with DMT uh, uh, in the state that I was in, I would have passed. Probably. Maybe not. Um, but her heart stops and <laughs> she dies, uh, for a couple of minutes. She just sees, uh, white. She doesn't end up even going to the doctor about it. Uh, but she was dead for a whole minute and she spends an entire week feeling off, but not really noticing, but then realizes that, oh shit, I can see dead people. Um, so and, she, she, and talk to them. And talk to them. See, and talk. like, it's really funny. Like, as she's like getting in the cab that same night, she sees like just like a naked man standing in traffic. And she's like, only spotted one or two at first. They stuck out, but no one noticed them. So, you know, standard big city shit. <laughs> like, I love <laughs> hey, that. It's just like, the city. Yeah, just big city shit. It's fine. Uh, which is very relatable. It's just like, oh, there's a naked dude in traffic. Don't engage. Don't look at him. Don't fucking look at him. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, eventually she can't hide from it anymore, and she realizes that she has a very specific skill uh, as a medium, and that that skill is that she can let ghosts into her brain, into into her soul, and they can like take up residency in this like psychic motel that she kind of creates for them. I think she calls it like the Garcia Arms. It's like, like a motel. soul apartment. Yeah, it's a soul. It's a soul B and B, basically. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a better way. To put it. And then she can so she can take them to where they actually want to haunt, where they want to be, because like, you know, it, people are just dying really far away from their homes, and then they're stranded there. They're they're tethered to, you know, wherever they were. And then she, uh, you know, it, and the, the best part about that, she's like, yeah, this is a job. Uh, I make it a job by blackmailing the family yeah. members. <laughs> oh, God. I, I yeah, just like that like she's like you yeah. have to figure out some way to pay me yeah like, yeah like the, like the one guy like basically goes to his mistress like yeah for a cup i know he gave you all this money oh and God. for a fee i won't yeah. fucking tell anyone i'll go away forever yeah it's like I, uh you guys were sleeping together for the last 10 years nobody found out but if you write me a check from the secret account i'll vanish and then yeah like the way the story is is told is really fun like uh the ways that she skips around the narrative she's a very unreliable narrator but it's uh she's like yeah you could cut me a check from the the lochran's trust and loan account that he set up for the two of you and i vanished forever and let's skip this part 
Uh, she swore a lot more than I expected. Reminded me of my mom, but especially the not mad, just disappointed look. But she was mad too. Um, I, I like I like the how the narration kind of tries to justify. Oh, totally. The, like the shitty things that she does. Like, like, look, I'm not, I'm not a dick. I swear. But it's like, yeah. she's clear. She clearly is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like the very first introduction to the character is her getting on an airplane, and she's like. There's like some douche just like sipping champagne with his bag in her seat, and he's like, uh, uh, she's like, excuse me, and he's like, I'm fine, thanks. She's like, no, you're not. Move your shit. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, and yeah. She tells, a fl- she tells the flight attendant, like, give me three vodka cranberries, a blanket, and two pillows, and you won't hear a peep out of me for the rest of the flight. Yeah, which is honestly, that's a, it's a dick move to say it that way, but really, she just saved the lady a lot of trips yeah. and a lot of time. So you know. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's, it's this, like, I'm a shithead, but I'm a shithead for good reasons, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, the, and then that's kind of when we get the, the motel. She, she ends up, um, getting off the flight, and, uh, she, she drops off a dude, the, the aforementioned, the guy that she, um, blackmailed his, his ex-mistress. And then, now that she's, like, done with that job, she's just, like, Give me enough drugs for two of me. I want to do enough drugs for the two of me to get fucking lit. And it, that's like flying and being high as fuck are the two times that she isn't yeah. just like she, bombarded by the dead constantly. Yeah, the dead try to like fucking hitch a ride, but also that she talks about how they all leave a little bit something behind. So yeah. that's how she kind of copes. Yeah, she she well. said that this is her like maid service for her yeah. soul B and B is just getting fucking blitzed. Um, and everything it just kind of like falls away, and she's just her own person for a second. And then uh, you know she's t- starting to come down, and she goes to the bar, and a, a ghost confronts her, and she's like, "Oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? I, can I just <laughs> come down in peace?" Um, and this ghost is like, yeah, you know, like, uh, I know a drug dealer around the corner, like, I'll walk with you, and then, then like, the, she's like, yeah, all right, you got until the I get to the end of this block to tell me your fucking sob story, and then she's like, oh, the way that I died, she's like, oh, really? Are you gonna tell me the way you died? Because I haven't fucking heard it a million times, can you just get to the fucking point of what you want from me? <laughs> and she's just like, why are you being so callous about this? And she's like, you know what? I've heard this a million times before. Uh, like, I, I, why do you guys think that that matters for any of this? Like, I just have, like, you know. <laughs> and and the, the ghost is like, why are you so callous about this? You can see and talk to us. That's, that, you can help us. That's a gift. And she's like, yeah, for you and greats it is. For me, it's a nightmare. Nonstop. No matter where I go, even when I'm trying to sleep, ghosts show up. Take me to Bumblefuck, Iowa. Reunite me with my long lost son. Listen to how I died. Like, it's just, <laughs> she just rattles off this, like, yeah, I can only imagine, uh, you know, having to, like, deal with that and also not be able to talk to it talk to uh, uh, talk about it to anyone else you know that yeah. seems really shitty um so she she gets a soft spot for this uh for this uh hannah is the name of this ghost and she's like oh you're just a little baby ghost like okay sorry i, I didn't mean to go off on you this is just really stressful super annoying um and so she decides to take her with her and that's kind of where we get a, like an explanation of how the ghost airbnb works um <laughs> And it's, it's, she's kind of like, yeah, there's there's some people in here that have been here so long, uh, I don't even, they, they kind of avoid me. Uh, uh, you know, they just kind of linger and they all see flashes of them every once in a while. There's some people that are kind of like just permanent residents now. She uh, she explained yeah, that she, um, 
she that doesn't happen anymore because she figured out a way to uh lock them if they end up staying too long yeah she can yeah. actually get them out but these are she people, can evict people now. these yes. are people her, that like they're just soul. there now and she be- from before she figured yeah. out what the fuck was going on <laughs> yeah so she's and a she, landlord that's weird yeah that's actually the, that's the way she describes it because she's yeah. just like they're, they're, she's like oh why would these people like avoid you and she's like oh well because i'm their landlord like you don't ever really want to talk to your landlord like uh, she's like, what? They're not super grateful that you're doing this, and she's like, yeah, uh, you know, it's it's. Uh, I always hated my landlords. I get it. Like, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and she she goes back to her house where she's got like a, you know, come again, go again, kitty cat friend, and she's just kind of trying to to relax and hang out, and uh. She she ends up getting on uh, her little moped to to go out for I forget why exactly. But, She's uh, going she to like meet like, up with some people. Oh like, yeah, a, she she has a group of living friends. Yeah, um, yeah. They call it like the group or whatever, and they're like, uh, "Hey, you should come out. Stop ignoring us. You actually need human interaction. Come hang out." So I don't know if they know what's going on with her or if it's just like a group of friends that she actually connects yeah, with. Yeah, well, she seems like she's. She's constantly traveling, so it may just like she's just in and out. So whenever like she's in town, they want to hang out, type of thing. Yeah, like, and she's also see whenever you're doing. whenever she's in town, she just wants to be left the fuck alone. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, uh, relatable. I understand. I get this. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she uh, she ends up hopping on her moped, and she's like, "Yeah, come on, new ghost!" And they hop on, and the fucking cop pulls them over. And as they're, she's like. Oh god damn it! All right, whatever. And then Hannah, the ghost, is like, "Oh, you should just go. This just just keep going." And she's like, "No, I'm getting fucking pulled over. What the fuck is wrong?" And then they like, can't the see co- you, ghost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then the cop like pulls a fucking gun on her, and Hannah's like, "Duck!" and like ducks right at the right moment to not get murdered. And she's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And she like pulls the gun on the cop, and the cop is a lumpy fucking monster. Yep. He's like a and Dave like, Cronenberg monster thing. Yeah, he's happened. a Cronenberg monster that like knows her name. Like he's like, it's about time, cat, and it and yours is at now at an end. And she's like, what the fuck? And she like shoots him and, and like steals the cop car and is running away from the multiple other cops that are showing up. And Hannah, the new ghost, is like, Hey, sorry, um I've been <laughs> sorry. I've been lying. Sorry. I've been dead for a thousand yeah, I've been dead for a thousand years. Uh, I hate Paris. Don't don't take me to Paris. I work for a demon, and uh, now I need you to help me get out of this. And she's like, "Oh, cool. That those were the, that cop thing back there. What the fuck was that?" And she's like, "Oh, that's that's an angel." A cab. A cab. A. No, it's just ab. <laughs> all, all cops an- are all angels. All cops are are well, <laughs> <laughs> all angels are bastards. Um. I mean, hey, what God, are they yeah. but soul cops anyway, right? I mean, right? soul Seriously. cops. Um, but yeah, this was this was really fucking good. It's uh, I I really liked where it was going, where it was just the like soul Airbnb, and that could have been a good enough story on its own. But then to to bring in the angels and demon shit, like that this this ghost that works for a demon was trying to fuck her over and then befriended her and was just like, hey, oh fuck, okay, <laughs> I need your help. Um, it's, it's just really well done and like. I, I highly relate to uh this the dirtbag uh cat. She's like <laughs> this this was really relatable. She says, uh um Okay, let me start from where it's like 
Uh, it's not that this job turned me into that, uh, it's, uh, but it sure shit better, uh, didn't help me get any better. Bad sleep, no schedule, always going out of town, taking forever, uh, talking forever about shit that hardly makes sense to me, much less to regular people. Throw in the psychic fallout from hell, housing dead ghosts in my head. Makes me come off like a little bit of a bitch sometimes. And maybe I am, I don't know. Uh, but I'm still a soft touch, mostly. Softer than I'd like. I hate feeling that kind of vulnerable. And it's just like, yeah, alright, like, all the fucking trauma and bullshit <laughs> in my life has, like, made me seem like a dirtbag. Uh, but, you know, it's only because I don't want to get hurt again, you know? Like, I feel that. I feel that heavy. Um... Yeah, this fucking rules. I, I am very... Like, I didn't read it at first. I didn't remember to take it home with me when I usually read my comics. And then RJ's just like, did you read Dirtbag Rapture yet? I feel like it's your favorite new book. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I did. And then it was. And he was well, right. There we go. So, I just want to know what happens if a ghost has, like, bed bugs. Mm. <laughs> gotta fumigate that shit. You gotta get yeah. real high. Yeah, ghost but like... <laughs> ghost bed bugs. Yeah, but like, what if they fuck up the plumbing? Like, well, how do you... I Oh, at one point, fix that. Dude, at, like poop? at one point, she like goes into her host, uh, her ghost, uh, uh, Airbnb, and then there's like two like idiots like smoking on the front porch, and she's like, "What I tell you, no smoking in here." And it's like, "What? <laughs> it's, <laughs> These it's aren't like even smoking. real cigarettes." Like, I mean, uh -huh. um, but I guess they ghosts. do. <laughs> I guess they they leave residual damage like yeah, to I'm your psyche just the fucks way that brain real cigarettes would. Yeah. Shit, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, but, imagine ghost pooping and then fucking your brain up? Mm, ghost poop, man. <laughs> I need to Don't. get some of those ghost cigarettes, man. That's something I'm willing to try. Phantom cigarettes, yeah. <laughs> Phantom cigarettes. <laughs> Alright. Speaking of weird creatures that fuck with people's heads, I don't know. I got <laughs> Speaking of ghost cigarettes. I don't know if he's a ghost or an alien. Well, whatever. We don't, we don't know. We don't know. He's, he's probably an alien. Uh, so we have night, the nice house on the lake number five by James Tyne and the fourth Alvaro, Alvaro Martinez Bueno and Jordi Valer. So last issue, uh, one of our characters figured out that they can't die. Yep. So that was the comedian. Fun. Well, then by and he so showed everyone by standing on a table and slitting his throat. <laughs> it's like, yeah. hey guys, look, I'm still alive. So yep. that's where last issue went to. Pretty effective. <laughs> Pretty effective. There were some other revelations too, but I think that's most important that was the big. That well, was the big one, and and most importantly, uh, that th there are some tricks to the thing. Like they can they write down anything down on this pad, and it shows up magically. Um, so they're like potentially, How yeah, yeah. Um, but also that um they've all been keeping secrets from each other so like yeah well then that's when they all come out they all come out in the wash in this issue yeah exactly yeah. so yeah. um yeah the list was kind of cool because it's basically like oh give me something and the, the one woman is basically like give me my husband bring this person this person this person and then eventually straight razor straight just start razor, asking straight for razor, a straight, straight razor, razor and then yeah. someone else asks for them but then figures out Someone they somehow I don't know how he ended up figuring that shit out. But. Oh yeah, it was because well, um it was the comedian and at the beginning of that issue he was like talking about his flashback with Walter and that yeah, Walter yeah. Walt you know despite being the goofball and like the 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 funny guy the clown of the party uh he was really good at like figuring out people like he yeah. was always way smarter than he let on and Walter knew that so the comedian was figuring out the game. 
before anyone else was. Yeah. And he's like, oh, there's tricks to this. So he's the one who requested the straight razor and for gave it to else. Yeah. Molly, I think was her name. And, and he's like, uh, you were looking for permission and fuck him. He's not going to give it to you. I'm giving you permission, but also stick around because I think I figured some shit out. And that's when he cuts yeah. his own throat. Yeah. <laughs> so this goes, every issue kind of starts with a... Um, flash forward of one of the people that's in the house and then a flashback about how they've met Walter and this one's about Nora, Walter and this guy Reg and this is basically they're all hanging out in the basement and they talk about how Walter was always just this fucking weirdo and like um she well, it was also it was uh Ronnie was the uh, uh Nora's girlfriend yeah and Ron and Ronnie's there hanging out cuz uh yeah Nora's girlfriend's there and he um she's just like don't fucking leave me with Walter. He's fucking weird. We don't have anything in common. I also really love this issue because in the in the flash forward, it's Ronnie talking about Nora and like the relationship that they had yeah. in college and all that shit. And like it's a perfect like little microcosm of how you don't dead name your trans friends, you know? Cuz like like Ronnie was talking about the relationship that they had back in college and saying Nora and she and like like not misgendering her. Um but then it flashbacks and and she was uh Norm and it, yeah. and like in in the flashback they're they're like misgendering her because it took place in that time and she wasn't out yet. She wasn't like Yeah, it, at this point in time it's not a misgendering. It's not a dead Yeah, exactly. Thing. Yeah, cuz yeah, right. But so it's, it's, it's really well. it's yeah, that's really always well tricky. done. It's yeah. done very well. It's very clear that this is a different point in time. Yeah. You know, Nora is not Nora. It's, you know, they're still um, their, their previous life, yeah. basically. It's, 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 her, it's her dead name and her, her misgendering, but, like, no yeah. one knew that. So it's, But, yeah, like, I, I thought that was a brilliant little way to, yeah. uh, for James Tynan to, like, Kinda solidify, like, yeah, <laughs> we're not we're not gonna dead name her in present tense. Fuck you. So basically, this other dude Reg was like, "All right, we're gonna figure out a way to make um, Ronnie and Walter friends." So they just kind of <laughs> Reg just kind of grabs the, now Nora and just like, "Yeah, we're gonna go do something else." It's like, "God damn it!" All right, fine. <laughs> um, and then they just kind of start talking, and Walter was like kind of goes off about like yeah you know i thought this was gonna be easier like i was picking all these people to see like we know what's there's gonna all, happen and there's he's only like, so many spaces to fill and she's like what the fuck are you talking and basically about? tells her and he like f- bugs out and shows her the alien face when they're talking about it and then the flesh tornado as they keep calling it the flesh tornado and then she freaks the fuck out because um you know duh um <laughs> <laughs> But then he's like, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that or said that and wipes her memory. And it's like, oh, yeah, Norm says you like stars. Do you want to talk about stars? And she's talking about like, yeah, looking back, I probably I just I only I have my memories now, but I only remember just talking to Walter about stars. I didn't remember any of that other shit. It's like, uh, all right. That's an interesting piece of the puzzle. Yeah. So we kick back uh, right after the comedian is slit his wrist and throat <laughs> Fuck him. and then basically it's like all right there's some wild shit going on i know there's some wild shit going on i knew this i came to tell you i know other people are hiding shit time to bring everything up uh everything needs to come out in the wash basically yep. um 
and this is when we kind of get the rundown of everything that's been going on. So yeah, there's there's like a data page on on the like, yeah. The, so there's like Ronnie using a whiteboard to write down all of the features and like where are we and what's Walter's deal? These are the symbols. I was like, oh, that's a really nice little way to like recap. Yeah. yeah so like there's there's the mail order system we talked about. There's just a full on fucking armory. Um, yep. in the house that no one told about, that two, two of the people found it's like and just Nor- didn't say Nora anything. and one of the other girls were like in the library yeah. and found it and then didn't tell anyone. It's just like, why are you keeping secrets? And they're like, um, because I don't know any of you fucking people and I didn't <laughs> yeah. know we couldn't die. Like, right. why would I? <laughs> um, and then someone, yeah, they do all that. They figure that shit out. And then the one guy has been kind of just like wandering around and was like, so look at all of this shit I found. There's all of these weird statues. Um, there's another fucking house on the other <laughs> side of the lake. And they're like, yeah. why didn't you say anything? He's like, uh, like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I didn't know what the deal was. So and they you guys all- didn't seem like you were interested in finding out. And they're like, well, right. we sure as fucking shit are like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then they, uh, so they all decide to go to this other house house on the lake um and on the way there um fuck ronnie is talking about because she's super into stars ordered a telescope and has figured out that the stars are not moving at all in the sky it's just like a it's been just, locked it's for just the whole wallpaper. month they've been there. Yeah. It's <laughs> just wallpaper. What does that mean? Yeah, she's like, right it's like the Truman Show. Fuck, fuck if I know what that means. Yeah, I'm, like, just, I'm letting you know what I saw. I don't know what the fuck it means, but it's happening. That's all I got yeah. for you. Yep. Um, so they get to this this thing, and they're like, all right, we got guns. We got explosives. So let's try to blow a hole in this fucking building. Because well, the, guy the building doesn't, fucking, doesn't have a door. The one guy's yeah. been dying to shoot something. Yeah, that dude wants to shoot shit something so fucking so bad. bad. He also wants to get shot really bad. He's like, yeah, just to see what person happens. that wants to get shot in the <laughs> yeah. face? And they're like, yes, yes you are. Yeah, he just wants to see what'll happen now that they found out that they can't die. He's just like, yeah, wouldn't that be cool though? It's like, no, dude, no. shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> so there's all these statues around the building and they see that they all have the symbols that were assigned to them by Walter in the letters. And then they... Um, Figure out, like, okay, let's all touch our symbols. And they, they kind of figure out how to work. They basically is like, oh, we just need to ask it a question. And basically they ask, give us a door to this house. Thing opens right the fuck up. And their boy Reg walks out of the house. <laughs> the guy from the <laughs> I also want to point out that the, the area, the force field around, like, the area that they're in, yeah. um, Sam realized was a hexagon. Yes. And the door on the thing is also a hexagon mm-hmm. the, that opens up on the, the so there's yeah, so. there's some there's some stuff going is on there some symbolism? isn't the key also a hexagon i believe so yeah yeah, yeah there's yeah. a lot of shapes happening and the symbols lots are obviously shapes. very important lots of shapes <laughs> lots of geometry happening symbolism but then reg comes out and it was like holy shit and like, he's like yeah i've been here the whole he's like about fucking time you guys they're like what the fuck are you talking yeah, about and, uh, like, yeah I didn't think it would take you guys this fucking long and we get his like little snippet. He's the painter. Um, we find out when he encountered Walter and yeah. he drops the nugget that, yeah, I've been waiting for you guys to come find me because there's still time to save the world. And I, uh, yeah. I had brought up that there was a missing member. Yes. Yeah, yeah. you did. And so that's- for also- some reason he was stuck in this other house this whole time. Because it's all a fucking game. Yeah, and, right. and, they also realize in their like breaking down of like okay so we thought that walter was some kind of villain 
what if he's actually trying to save us and what if he doesn't what if he's not they're the one that killed the world what if he like wants us to save it they're like, actually if, starting to ask questions instead of just being like all right we're fucked we'll just we're just gonna yeah. be sad about it yeah uh, <laughs> they've actually decided to do something but like that changes this fucking book completely one of the other yeah, interesting <laughs> things is um the 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 cover of all the books have of uh, has everyone's symbol underneath yeah. the logo and every issue has highlighted a different symbol going in numerical yep. order but this issue skips the fifth it, but it's the fifth issue it goes right to the sixth yeah it skips um uh nora's symbol because she's the writer yeah so that's but, interesting but she was first and also, the painter is the first symbol. On, yeah. If you look at the cover. So I think so. I think they got swapped because, like, the first or they issue just really put the painter because the first issue front. follows Nora's point of view. Oh yeah. If you remember, you she's yeah, like, I do. yeah. But the like, first she's issue the highlights narrator. the first symbol, right? Yeah. Yeah. I it think does. so. But I, this I is the fifth issue. It highlights the sixth. I wonder yep. if I yeah, want to go back and look at all the. Covers I wonder if the symbols got rearranged now that we. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Or I'd be curious to see if they are in order like that. Or if there's going to be like a prequel issue that's Reg, Reg's point of oh, view. Oh, that he's could first. be. That could be. Yeah, I think it's in the sa- it's in the same order. It's in the correct order, but um, that's possible. Yeah. Now, now Reg is the the sixth issue will be Reg's prequel potentially. Again, this is one of those books that I feel like Tynan does this to us time and time again. It's like, oh, cool. I, I think I know what this book is, and he's like, no, you don't. <laughs> this, this book has been doing that since day one and it's fucked up how yeah. good it is like department because, like, of truth the, it, is kind of like that too it's like i yeah. kind of know what this book is it's like just kidding no you don't I, you're not smart enough. i always get amazed at the like not even just how good titan can write but how good he is at uh i don't even like like plot twists but like just like amping it up it's just like when you think the knob is at max it's just like oh here's more he f- he finds another knob and it's it's, yeah. it's always not only is it always great but it's always unique and really interesting it's just I, the I, brain I, power I, it's amazing i'm so happy when i can't see shit coming like this because it's oh, yeah. so exciting because like i'm not a writer so I shouldn't be able <laughs> to figure this shit out. <laughs> and I, I'm so excited when I can't because it just I'm so engrossed by the story and you're like you want to learn about the world. And like you said, they just kind of he just makes that left turn. It's like, oh shit. Okay, this I is think, a different book now. I think he's fucking incredible at world building and pacing and both of those he, things simultaneously agreed. because he's he's giving you pieces. Like think about Wind, which is a completely different tonal book, but like the it's first structurally the first, it's very similar yeah where it's yeah. like the whole first story arc is like okay we're in this town i know the rules like you know the, <laughs> right. the magic is illegal and then you're like oh shit there's fairies oh shit there's vampires oh shit we're going out but he's giving you world. sprinkles of it the whole time exactly and yeah. it, and it's like it's all these things are are lining up and like oh yeah. i should have known it was going to go this way the whole time even the but. even the like for nice house on the lake even just the every issue starting with the individual member of the fat flash mm-hmm. forward yeah. is genius and it's yeah. like and and the flashback of how they met yeah and you get you're so getting well so much out. of it yeah one of my it's I, like we knew this we were gonna huge, like this but this is a huge cast of characters and point of fact i remember their names <laughs> like that yeah i might get them not, confused not but they're in my brain <laughs> yeah, like, yeah i don't know I, 
I don't like, know all of them at this point, but the ones that are like really the one they've introduced, out. they've stuck. Like Nora yeah, is and, that one, and, um, and Ronnie one? and Reg and all these guys. Like they've really <laughs> dug into and Molly, which man, that issue was brutal. The issue yeah. before this was brutal, heavy, yeah. heavy as fuck, and that it was, was and it was centered around the comedian, which is even because of course play. it was because yeah. I feel like everyone kind of knows at the heart of it, comedians a lot of them. are fucking sad in many many ways so yep. uh, i think that is great writing on his part as well because i feel like that's the heart of a lot of people's comedy but that's a different that's a different podcast either way tynan still crushing it uh we didn't even we're not gonna probably talk about it but batman came out this week and he's that yeah. shit's cranked up to 400 right now and it is <laughs> awesome <laughs> talk about pacing and action and stuff holy shit yeah tynan's but, really at the top of his career right now he and is crushing it right now. It's an awesome time to be a comic book reader for that Absolutely. reason. Alrighty. So, shout outs. Hell yeah. <laughs> you're going to shout this? Good luck keeping this one short, RJ. It's fine. <laughs> uh, my shout out is Excalibur 24 by Teeny Howard, Marcus 2, and Eric Arciniga. Um, I just wanted to shout this book because i'm really excited for where it's heading um yeah. the last two issues have kind of been setting up this war in other world that is um essentially other world against mutants and um mm -hmm. arthur has has uh, not been in charge of camelot for a while now in other world he's been missing and um jamie braddock and Saturnine kind of took over where his kingdom was and um now kind of divvied it up, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh Arthur has come back and we learned that motherfucker. We learned that <laughs> there's these um there's these robots like they're like robot they look like Omax really. Uh yeah. <laughs> but they're hunting people in other world that are friends of Mordred. And we mm -hmm. haven't seen Mordred either, but Mordred is like the the uh, Arthur's son, but he's like the illegitimate son, to, like the heir, and always prophesies to kill Arthur. Um, so Arthur comes back, and uh, we find out that Mordred is actually a mutant. So Arthur wants to uh, get rid of all the mutants in Otherworld. And um, it's really interesting and really tense and i i loving the the build up so i i love how comics this year just decided that uh arthur is just a bigoted asshole and they actually really the did. villain they really and, did and, and merlin is just a conniving he's just always been a shithead shit. <laughs> yeah it's like i i like this vibe i i it's a it's fun it's a good way to spin those I, the, uh, the thing narratives. that's been sticking out of these this little run of Excalibur, obviously, just in general, just the Jubilee Shogo thing. There's a couple pages where they talk about where, like, they're talking about where, like, this is where his power, like, this this is where he is his most powerful. But she's like, I can't leave him here. Like, that's my, yeah. he's like my best friend. And, like, it's like, but I know it's what's best for him. And it's, there's that kind of struggle going on as well, which I thought was very, um, it's a good counterpart to like all the Captain Britain stuff and the King Arthur stuff that's going on I mean, in this book too. If you could be a baby or you could be a dragon, dude. I, yeah, 
Yeah, if I was on. Shogo, I know what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel yeah, you. Yeah, every, the every baby, time he right? goes, <laughs> yeah, definitely the baby. Oh wait, every am time I he wrong? goes, every time he goes back to Krakoa, he just won't stop crying. Or like when he goes he's, back, yeah, like, he's leaves an all-powerful fucking dragon in or a in baby. Plus, we know, like, yeah, baby. we know from the Battle of Adam future timeline that he grows up to just you know wear like Sentinel Iron Man armor. And it's like it's that's fine. true. Yeah, that's cool. Kind so of he, cool. he he figures it out eventually. Yeah, that's going to be a lot to shake out in therapy later in life. <laughs> the dragon or the the sand armor. Yeah, I just feel like I just feel like I just feel like I'm a dragon. You know, yeah, you ever feel, feel like that I'm way sometimes? Do, do, do you ever feel like energy? do you ever feel like you're actually a whole lot more like <laughs> like a like a big mythical dragon? <laughs> I don't know. I just sometimes I, in my dreams, I just feel like I'm a dragon. You know, animorphs talk. <laughs> let's, let's talk about animorphs. Let's talk about fucking animorphs. Holy shit. That's a series oh, I haven't thought god. about in a long time. <laughs> oh. oh god. I like accidentally closed everything. Anyway. All right. I got a quick one. Uh, this is the Me You Love in the Dark, issue three, by Scotty Young, Jorge Corona, and. Uh, Jean-Francois Balio. Um, so this is the third issue. I don't, I don't know if we talked about the series much, but basically a struggling artist moves into this big creepy house to try to find inspiration for her next art exhibit. Boy, does she find and this it. Shit, and this shit's haunted, bro. <laughs> so the first two issues kind of takes her, takes place like figuring out like, yo, there's definitely a ghost here. Um, <laughs> Then she becomes friends with the ghosts uh, and just kind of like hanging out, and they, like the ghost kind of reveals himself. It's to like her. kind of a ghost, but kind of also like a like a elder god horror. Yeah, I'm not quite sure it is. It's definitely some sort of entity, yeah, ghost demon thing. It's got yeah, tentacles and like eyes, and it's got a fuckload of eyes and teeth. Yeah. It's a weird. It's a weird. Yeah, more there's eyes a lot going than it on. needs. But uh, now we have fully gone to. She's just full on dating this fucking demon at this point. What and a meat cute. Yeah. She's uh <laughs> She's fucking this ghost now. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So a whole different term to Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, right. Um Well, Ray does date a ghost in the comics. Oh. Well, he fucks a ghost. Let's let's be Well, I mean he fucks a ghost in the movie. Well, well he, he gets a ghost job. He, gets he gets a ghost, a ghost job. job in the yeah. movie. Yeah, he gets uh, a ghost <laughs> Join our Patreon and listen to Dueling versus Halloween yeah. uh, to hear us unpack that mystery. Yeah, this is just a very interesting evolution because it's like it starts with like oh, a struggling artist painter. She talks to like her agent. It's like no, I'm doing some good shit here. But she's like, she's just like living with. It's like they're dating now, and it's very like they're making Christmas cookies and things like that. Right, and it's like, like this not the direction. Going to IKEA together. Yeah, not the direction <laughs> I thought at all it was gonna go. Me either, because then at the end I'm like, oh, they're getting pretty chummy here, and I'm like, oh, she's like, she wants, she's gonna fuck that ghost, <laughs> like, but also like, <laughs> the art is amazing. It's I agree. That's another so reason good. why I pointed out it's it's so it's gorgeous. I'm a it's a really great book visually. Uh, the storytelling is good. It's just a lot. Not the book I thought this was gonna be for sure, but it's um it's very good. I, I would recommend it if you like some. I feel like Scotty Young or some ghost fucking. I don't ghost know. Smut. Who ghost doesn't? Smut. It's still very tasteful. Busted What's makes me feel good. Yeah. Well, oh. yeah. There it is. And we have 
Uh, we have done it, guys. We have done it. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right, I got a quick shout out to um, uh, Righteous Thirst for Vengeance, number one by Recommender and Andre Lima Araujo. Talk about um, a gorgeous book. Yes. Holy talk, shit. Talk about a gorgeous book. Also, uh, clearly, this is one of those instances where it, it was. Um, uh, it's probably going to be optioned because uh, this is a movie. Like I've st- <laughs> yeah. They're also not not drawing Benedict Wong. Like it's just it's <laughs> That's true. starring it's Benedict, Wong. Benedict Wong. Yeah, yeah, especially because yeah, for sure, especially because Rick Remender knows him because he was in the Deadly Class uh, adaptation. Mm. Oh, so, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So like he probably was like, "Yo, bud, do you want me to write a script that will end up being a, a script for a comic book that will end up being a script for a movie?" That yeah, I, you do you want to be in? in this show eventually? Because I'm gonna draw it, and they're and it's gonna be you. <laughs> I've yeah. often I've often wondered how much you're you're allowed to be inspired by someone when you're drawing a comic before you have to pay them royalties. Yeah, right? <laughs> this one feels like he should have gotten a check. Well, but Rick I'm Remender sure probably found out right, drawing this one. I'll tell you that right <laughs> now. Yeah, that's that's Remender, the line. If, if there yeah. is a line. Yeah, they figured it out for this one. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really want to get into the plot too much because uh, I think it's worth reading. Uh, I think everyone should check it out. But the pacing and the build was incredible. The, the pacing, it, it's, a, it's a book of very, very, very few words. I want to say there's like 10 words in the whole thing. <laughs> and it's, it's paced so cinematically. You really, it's not one of those like silent issues where you just fly through it and you're like, wow, cool. I just paid $5 for two seconds of my time. But it's, it feels really, really cinematic. Uh, the buildup, the tension, the like. Yeah, it doesn't say he, a lot, but you learn a lot about this character very quickly. Yes. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm already attached to him. And, uh, you, I, and they set I'm up. I'm very whatever, intrigued by the mystery. The, yeah, the like mystery they mystery. set up is like, yeah. okay, this is okay. Yeah. I'm in. He's probably going to be framed for a murder, um, at, like totally by coincidence and accident, <sighs> and Jeez. like. But like, why was he there? And like, who were these people? And yeah, there's. It's also like, it's so mundane until the second that it's not. It's Dude, one of those yeah, kind of this, books. This art. And it's it's just it's him so getting good. like caught in the rain and riding a bus and all the shit. And then like, then shit hits the fan. And when it hits the fan, it hits it hard. It just looks like a fucking one of those just, like, just those animes you just kind of stare at and just like this looks like real life. <laughs> like that's yeah. how I felt like re- when I, like. The thing that really stuck out to me, I don't know if you like this stuck out to you, like when he was the 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 panel of him looking at his phone. Yes. The way that's yeah. drawn, I'm like, that's just a picture of someone looking at their phone. Like that's not <laughs> that's not drawn. Like it like it it's very I, I really liked how it like it looks incredible. I was a yeah. big fan of uh, of the really art in does. this yeah. for sure. I really wanna see the way that this is going yeah um, I'm, I'm very curious if it's going to build more so with like this this very like it yeah, does it stick with just words. this character or does it yeah or does it like yeah, you said or it, is it just build is it yeah it's it's really cool um everyone should check it out give, yeah give i really like see yeah so we made it guys top story Woo! yo this book is fucked <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm honestly. This is like one of those books, and I'm just like, "Yo, DC, like, let this fly." Yeah, this, holy shit! This is so dark for DC. I'm, yeah, I'm just is, happy to get this creative team on a book again. This man. might as well have just be like coffin bound, but with Batman characters. I mean, that's more or less yeah. what we're looking at. Here. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. Big show yeah, time right. for Ten Eyed Man. 
Dude, who's with this art style is creepy as yeah. fuck. fuck. Yeah, this is the creepiest he's ever been. <laughs> I dude, D- Danny has such a cool style. It, it, it yeah. there's there's things that remind me of Frank Miller. There's things that remind me of uh, Mike Magnola, and the just that like the stuff they do with like shadow and color and it's amazing i fucking yeah half the time it's what she doesn't draw that makes it pop like it's that's what's the negative space yeah 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 Yeah. so yeah how do we want to okay so how do we want to attack this book okay so this this takes place in continuity with the fear state after which i did not think it was and that really changed this book it's a great premise Yeah. yeah yeah So essentially, it is a one of the few surviving Arkham psychologists um, who like Dr. wasn't Joy. there. On, yeah, she yeah. wasn't there on a day, so she's like the only one still alive. And it's her <laughs> Which is hunting. Fucked. Yes, it's it's her hunting down all of the escape. Well, hunting convicts. down and like getting called to like various incidents by the cops, right? Is yeah. that's kind so, of what's yeah, happening. Yeah, she's working. She's working with the cops to hunt down like so, some of the more dangerous Arkham inmates and she's yeah. taking it from an approach of like as a doctor yeah and trying to keep the cops from making a bad situation doctor worse. So, yeah right yeah so yeah this is and we start with Ratcatcher, right yes that's yep. who this is so yeah. this okay. is like uh gotham central but yes for arkham inmates and like more the psychology of the villains than it was and it's least pretty fucking great. Yes, <laughs> I <laughs> love the, yeah. I love the needle drops on some of these like lesser known Batman villains. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, <laughs> in uh, the new Suicide Squad, Taika Waititi plays Ratcatcher. Yeah, I wouldn't so, have like, known who this was if I didn't watch that movie. Uh, but no I, clue. I knew what it, it's definitely one of those like like C list villains, yeah. but like. Just, I, I couldn't help but like read this stuff in his voice, <laughs> and it's like really fucking demented stuff. And I was just like, "Oh, Taika, why?" <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's literally him like hiding under a little girl's bed, and he's like working his way up to eat her. Like that's like his his psychosis well, has gone full. Like he has to become the rat. Like he has to. Yeah, be the like rat he's just rat, lost yeah. it, and she's like trying to talk him down, and eventually they kind of. Um, stun gun him and get him and the cop they get him because like how does she put it she's like yeah the, he, he was gonna hurt someone and she's uh it's like he, he wasn't ha- actually gonna eat her <laughs> he, he wouldn't have a, he probably could he's like I said he probably couldn't eat somebody it's like in front of this little girl yeah, in front it's of like, the little shit. girl that he was about to eat yeah right um like I don't think he would have brought himself to eat the girl and she's like oh fuck the girl's right there <laughs> Like, yeah. I said he probably couldn't. Yeah. And like and, this and cop is like um like still trying to do he's like doing his best to kind of like I want to get these dudes off the street cuz they're dangerous but also like they he seems to have like a decent relationship with the doctor. Yeah, he, where she's he, willing he wants, to call her in and have her help and do all this yeah, stuff. And yeah. And like he realizes that like maybe brute force isn't the the best it's not gonna work with, with some these of these people. Fucking people, yeah. But also like th- there's a part later on where he's like, "Look, I'm really trying to do this your way, but my patience can only take me so right. far. I only have so much empathy for these fucking people. They're killing like, so my, many fuckers. <laughs> yeah, my, my job is to protect people, not yeah. to do your job, so right. fuck off. But there, like, there's also nowhere to put these people now. They're just getting thrown in Blackgate, which is, like, probably the worst right. place for them. I, well, I love, yeah. like, right after this, they talk about 
we get the background. We talk about it. it's it takes in continuity. It's right after A Day, but then they talk about like they used to be called madhouses. Then they called lunatic asylums. Then they're called mental hospitals. And the reason they keep changing names is because they've all failed in their function. It's like oh yeah, that fuck. was yeah. They have to rebrand every time, which yeah. is accurate. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Like, yeah. And, and, and even like the doctor or the, the, the cop goes into her office, like he, she needs a police escort to go into Arkham. This is the first time she's been back in since the attack. Yeah. And he's like, it's like, this is pretty fucking creepy. Like there's like a bunch of like medieval, like old school, like old school psychology, quote unquote devices. Yeah. Like cages and fucking straitjackets and like really horrific, like torture chamber shit. And he's like. Uh, are your patients cool with looking at all this? I imagine it would rile them up. And she's like, no, this is my private office. We do uh, appointments down the hall. But it it helps me to remind me where we came from not that long ago and yeah. what was what was deemed acceptable by the, like, a scientific community. She even mentions, like, like they've come a long way just from Freud, and Freud's not that long ago. I mean, yeah, shit, I mean, it- we've come a long way just from, what was that hospital in New York that got shut down where they just found that people were just getting kind of dumped there? Yeah. And I it mean, was just awful? Yeah. I mean, and then, uh, you know, I, I always bring it back to fuck Ronald Reagan, but, you know, then, <laughs> then in the 80s they shut down all... Yeah, the fuck Ronald Reagan, but right. they uh, he shut down all of the mental health hospitals in America, essentially, and like now we're still reeling from that fucking. Well, the, the, that <laughs> was that was around the same period as the this hospital in New York got found out about, and it just stigmatized right. the yeah. whole business, and it was just like, well, just shut yeah. it all down. Yeah, just to get rid of all of them. It's like that's not the solution. Yeah, <laughs> you weird. you took a, a right answer and did the wrong thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then they're talking about like all the people who are unaccounted for, and she grabs the file for Professor Pig, and this page oh. with Professor Pig right after is oh. horrifying. Again, but this is so scary. It's Again, horrifying. such a silly Batman villain, but like it, twisted way, into this style into just Professor the scariest can be pretty thing fucked up. The way it's drawn and the way it's colored, it looks like he's just sitting in a pool of blood. Yeah, I don't know. Professor Pig's usually cutting pretty. these dudes. Yeah, he just cuts people's faces off. Like, he's pretty fucked up. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a silly concept villain, but he's a fucking he's terrifying i mean i've seen i've seen silly campy versions of professor pig done yeah like, like uh, most versions he's like yeah i'm gonna cut your face off and, like that's his thing <laughs> and it's like that's fucking that's fucked up uh and but then, then we catch st- up with the mad hatter and that seems to be the next yeah the mad hatter seems to be the next shit we talk about so many fucking villains in this thing um yeah, it's fucking wild well the mad hatter is kind of like we just see him because she's kind of just talking about the people that they've seen and um, what's going on. And that the Mad Hatter's just kind of running away from something. And then she's talking about um, Nocturna and Dr. Phosphorus and, like, all these different people that they've treated. And, like, and, and they're how not they're necessarily just trying bad to, people. And they're trying to blend in to be normal. Yeah, like, like, all they just, want is to be yeah, normal. A lot of them are not evil or they're, they're sick. And they can't control They need help. They need help. Right. Oh man, that's when we get the. There's a really fucked up part with um this dude who just happens to like he's like a PTSD like war vet. Yeah, I thought for and, a second like, it might have been like some hush shit going on. But I it's thought it was total, hush. Yeah, yeah I, I thought 100% it was too. Thought it was hush, especially because he's like guy. mumbling. He's mumbling under his his breath, and like he goes to like buy a newspaper, and because everyone is so riled up about a day and about all of the loose convicts, and he's acting strangely, but he like wears the bandages because. 
he's got like horrible scars he's, like, burnt from, and stuff yeah. yeah so he's like it helps with his ptsd to like keep himself bandaged up so people don't look at him like you know like weird and he just gets the shit kicked out of him for just like trying to buy a newspaper it's just like dude what the fuck man yeah, this fucking, like, oh god this book is so fucking creepy because then we get that and then we get a scene with the ten-fingered man ten-eyed man ten-eyed oh, man sorry ten-eyed man being creepy as fuck and then like we find out later he removed someone's jawbone but didn't break the skin so just rip yeah, this fucking dude jaw also, because, like, he's got this like gimp mask thing going on yeah. are those all teeth I think it's his- just a creepy ass mask because he doesn't need his eyes because they're in his hands he's, they, but he's got these um, these weird looking studs all over it and he's obsessed with teeth oh, yeah. they might be teeth but I they was I was thinking I don't know, man. I've I've actually seen like on the, the internet don't don't ask questions uh gimp masks that are covered in studs like this like I've seen that before yeah I have like a buddy, just regular studded mask yeah like yeah, that's no, kind of what I, have I was a buddy thinking who's, I have a buddy who's a tattooer and he um puts that mask on his clients when he p- takes pictures of their tattoos because it's number one metal as fuck and number two like anonymity like if you don't want your face on the internet and like that's all i could keep thinking about is just like yo that's that's that fucking metal as hell studded mask see i kept thinking them. they were teeth it that would also make perfect both sense. are still creepy if we're being yeah, fair both creepy as fuck no matter what yeah um he's like being all fucking contorted and and then they keep talking about how a lot of these escaped people from arkham keep talking about the ghost of amadeus arkham Oh yeah, and they're escaping from it. They're like, oh no, that's a that's fucked up. But like something's yeah, going do- on with that. Doctor Joy is Doctor Joy is just like, oh, that's just like a collective psychosis, you know, because they they talk about you know, um, it it helps like connect them to their doctors. Like it's like that we're all like the same. It's this like psychological thing that makes perfect sense. Um, but the cop is like, yeah, but they're all specifically talking about like running from the doctor, the the ghost yeah. of Doctor Amadeus. So like. This feels more like a thing. Like, this shared psychosis is very specific, and I don't like it. Yeah, then they get a call, and they go to a scene that appears to be something of the Mad Hatter, where basically people, he got gathered for his court, but all the corpses are just burnt to a crisp. Yep. Except for one that's still alive, and they try to get a hospital, and that's when the cop, like, freaks out. He's like, yo, like, fuck this. We we gotta do something about this shit. Um, But then the doctor's like, okay. Mad Hatter clearly left in a hurry. He wouldn't do this. What is he afraid what of? What is he running from? Yeah. yeah. Um, and we don't really running. see that, I don't believe. Yeah, we see like a, there's like a figure uh, earlier on. He's he, like, he's, because he's hiding in the sewers and there's yeah. like this, this like weird, like it almost looks like it, it's like on fire. Oh my God, it's, it's, uh, it's Azrael. Yeah, it's it says at the end. Oh, it does? I didn't catch that. Um. Yeah, it's totally Azrael because I didn't oh, even shit, notice yeah. that there's right. a uh, <laughs> there's a fucking crucifix hanging from the sword too that's also on fire. I did not. Where does it say it at the end? It's like the next, next issue, issue is like the bloody order. Yeah. Oh, uh, I didn't catch the the that part. But um, oh, fucking Azrael, talk about a lunatic! Holy <laughs> shit, <laughs> yeah. that's a, he's got a crazy story arc. Um, yep. Yeah, he's talking to someone, but then we get Doctor Joy coming home. To her new roommate, <laughs> the ten-eyed man. <laughs> oh my 
And it, she's basically like, um, I told you not to go out. And he's like, well, I needed to go get a trophy and has the fucking jawbone of this dude. It's like, Jesus Christ. I love like in, in the course of like him taking out that guy's jawbone. It's like, oh, well, the guy said, please don't hurt me. So I didn't. <laughs> right. Like, and ah! just took it out. I just took his jawbone. Right. Uh. And the kind of the overlay of all of that is basically talking about like um if she can just help one person and yeah. that's this is the person she's chosen by taking her in and taking him him, him in i guess uh and trying to rehabilitate them since there's nowhere else other than arkham so while she's running around trying to help and capture all these other people She's she's got the ten-eyed man living in her fucking apartment. Well, wow, like, RJ, way to, way to pick a shitty one. RJ just posted to the group chat uh, a picture of like the original <laughs> character design of the ten-eyed man. I love him what so a much. departure! He's he was a character that Marv Wolfman specifically requested to be at the top of the list to die in Crisis on Infinite Earths. <laughs> also, like I only see Get seven eyes. Guy. Yeah. So. No, they're in his fingers. He's got one in each finger. In his finger. He's blind. One in each finger. And uh, <laughs> he, I don't see them in his finger. I just see the costume. But I guess they're his fingers don't have eyes of him in that particular picture. Yeah. <laughs> he he got blinded, and then the doctor rerouted his optic nerves into his fingers. Sure. Yep. Sure. Why not? Yep. <laughs> but um, this book's crazy. I like it. It's I really so enjoy good. it. I think I you, love this art. I think Danny's what you're describing amazing. it, Gotham Central, but for Arkham Asylum is fucking perfect. Uh, but but like so fucking creepy because yeah, like so creepy. The way the way that like he's in her apartment with a fucking bloody jawbone, and she's like clearly like placating his like weird ritual that he's doing and she's like kind of like enabling it you know up to a point i'm sure because she wants to do her job but it feels very like oh he's gonna like turn you like he's gonna like you're gonna be just as evil by the end of this is yeah, the vibe like, you're that gonna get. compromise so much of what you believe in because you're trying to help this person yeah um but I think she's going to justify it because if she can help one person, that's all she's trying to do at this point. I mean, point. yeah, she already has. And, like, yeah. y- you know for a fact at some point the cop's going to figure out that this dude's in her apartment and Absolutely. then he's going to arrest her and that's going to be, like, a whole thing. Yeah. It's going to be a <gasps> whole thing, but, like, the, the whole, t- whole tone of this is so creepy. Yeah, I can't um, believe it's, like, a DC book. It's scary as fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, this is... This is this is one of those books where, like, when, when parents are like, oh, my kid really likes Batman, and I'm like, there's some Batman that your children should not read. Yeah. This is one of them. Yeah. This is at the top I, of that list. I completely agree with that. This and Batman Damned, where you see his, his where he hangs dong. He does <laughs> hang dong in that. That's right. That's a good point. I forgot about that. Yeah, the the first appearance of Batman's uh, thing. I remember that being <laughs> such a big deal. It's like, yo... First appearance of Bat Dong. <laughs> you know, honestly, underwhelmed. But yeah, anyway. well, you didn't. He can't. It's, he can't it's be the good most important everything. Bat member. Nice. <laughs> nice. We the, got there. The Bat thing. Uh, bat Fink, <laughs> so to speak. Mm. <laughs> bat might, if you ask me. Oh, there you oh. go. That's that's the joke I was looking for. Bat Fink is <laughs> different. That's a different thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So that was uh, that was last week's comics. Everybody, we did it. We made it. Batman's dick too much. (laughs) What's out this week? Well, we got 
Yeah. Um. Let's. X Men and X Force. Hell yeah. Uh, I see uh, the Joker. Ooh. I also see Batman Urban Legends with uh Batwoman on the cover, Finally. so I'm intrigued. Yeah. Right. That, what the so hell's Kate cool. been up to? Do this. Uh. Well, hanging out with Clayface, maybe. I don't know. I haven't. We haven't seen her in a while. Yeah. Since Tynan's um, detective, I think, right? We Okay. Oh uh, Amazing Spider-Man 76 is already out, so Adam, you got some... Oh, shit, three times a month. Damn. I think that's how I ended up falling so far behind. Like, when you're not... Too much. Yeah, too when you're not really <laughs> feeling Spider-Man, it's easy to fall behind when it's three times a month. Yeah. Uh, there's the bat, another bat book that's being drawn by Andrea Sorrentino. So I'm and colored by Bel Air. I think some I'm not sure who the writer is, but I'm gonna check that out. Oh, Batman '89 is back. Okay. Hell yeah. Uh, Chili mm-hmm. Adventures of Sabrina. Ooh, oh shit, that's, that's back. back. Maze yeah. Book number two. Black Hammer. Batman Scooby Doo Mysteries. I don't know, I'm just firing shit off. <laughs> Eternals not? Forever. Not sure. I guess maybe that's a continuation of the Eternal series that's going. Or is it a different thing? It's a different thing. I don't even uh, know. Har- yeah. Harley Quinn, the Eat, Bang, Kill tour. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Again. Uh, six Sidekicks Unbelievable Unteens. Ooh. Both of those oh, are great. Oh, and Six Sidekicks, yeah. Uh, what else we got? Jerry say Kang? Kang. Uh, Kang. Uh, Dead Box number two. It's the Mark Russell vault book. Uh, Mammo. This is my favorite little Memo. cute witchy book. Uh, yeah. That seems it's about good it. Shit. Good shit. All I'm right, sure there'll yeah. be more. So that's this week's comics. Next week, there'll be last week's comics. And we'll talk about them, because that's what we do on this show. We talk about last week's comics. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> so uh, join our Patreon, seriously. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff out there. Our voices are on a ton of Patreon stuff this week alone. So if you want to hear more from us, you want to hear more from the Dueling Genre family, go give that a shot. Um, yeah, go check out some of our other shows on Dueling Genre. Like uh, we've got, we got things like Theme Park This, where they, I, I think they recently uh, made an imaginary theme park out of James Bond. So you mm. can go check Ooh, that fun. out. Um, yeah. Do you have to wear a tux on every ride? <laughs> i got to guest on the on their uh their episode about the muppets which was a whole lot of fun um it's a fun show uh yeah and like stuff like franchiseography where they break down uh big film franchises i believe they're in the middle of spy kids they're about to hop into wes anderson so go check that out um yeah so uh also join our discord it's free you can talk to us directly it's fun and we'll respond. We do. Yeah, so we will do it. Go go join the community. Go join the uh, the, the Dueling Giant Discord family. So yeah, so that's it for us. Um, do all that stuff. We'll be back next week to talk about this week's comics. For myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, this is Tailspin Shortbox. Bye, everybody.